It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Recorded no. live. No, I didn't. Yeah, I can, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I couldn't hear you before. No, I have What was that? Yeah, Miriam? Yes, I can, yes, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Uh, okay. Do you ever hear from Nancy? No, I haven't heard from any of them, but, you know, I just hit the button. So let me just kind of get started here, okay? Okay. I like that. And I have some really inspirational stuff. Liz, you can do. I want, this is great. My uncle gave me, my mother, this book for Christmas. It's called Things God Wants You to Know. And tonight I'm going to go over God's love for us is enduring and awesome. And, oh, and they're putting that background on your phone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, darling. Thank you. Wow. God values you and God hears your prayer. So these are the topics we'll be covering tonight. I'll go right into I'm running late. I'm sorry for anybody that uh, tried to come on earlier. I was a little backed up. It is cold in New York, 18 degrees. And I know I got to ask you, Ann, what are the degrees there? Yes, it's 18 degrees cold. And I had to We've been in the house all week, so I took Mommy out tonight. We went out. I got in late, so I apologize for the lateness. But I'm giving God all the praise and the glory for just bringing us through in this cold weather, for covering us from head to toe, for being the awesome God that he is. I'm I'm just praising God for the TI community that they're going to endure, that God's using this program for a good purpose that sometimes, you know, evil has to happen for good, you know, that, you know, what what the devil meant bad, God will use for good. So I give on and praise to the Most High God. I'm praying for all targeted individuals across the nation, that they continue to use their God-given skills to advocate for righteousness on this earth, pursuant to God's will, that they continue to have the endurance and stamina to endure the most, some of the most horrific situations one can imagine, constant harassment, constant targeting, constant, some are being tortured. I just pray for you from the bottom of, from the top and bottom of my heart that you, that each one of us can make it through. I am constantly harassed with legal abuse. I'm, I mean, the envy, the jealousy, if I try to get the credit up, they try to damage it. If you buy stuff, they you know, come in your house. It's just ongoing, but I give God the praise and the glory because I know that the devil is a liar, and I come to publicly say that I know that this devil, this TI program is coming down, that this program will be dismantled. I thank God for each and every effort that's made to expose it. I thank God for each and every effort that TIs make to do their share to shut this program down. If you toot your horn from a from a tree, I just thank God for it. If you're doing a writing campaign, if you're doing talk shows, if you're doing uh, just joining in on conference calls, whatever you're doing to expose this horrific program, I just give God all the praise for it. I stand on Ephesians 5.11 that tells us to take no part in the works of darkness, rather expose them. I thank God for each and every participant here, every listener, every downloader, I thank God for those that don't even know they're targeted individuals, but I thank God for the TI community for just knowing and being wiser, making that devil work extra hard, you know, not walking into injections, not walking into inoculations, not walking into medical setups, you know, just the knowledge is phenomenal. And I give God all the praise and the glory. I give God the praise and the glory for our elders. I thank God for Anne's mother. Amy's mother, my mother, and I ask God to continue to cover them from head to toe. 
I ask God to bless my sister Elizabeth's mom, that she may rest in peace, and that the angels are just fanning her with the love of the Most High God. And I thank God that we just know, God, that we know that, you know, the devil cannot win this war. God has never lost a battle, and he's not going to lose that battle now. I thank God for words of inspiration from the Bible. I thank God for biblical teaching. I thank God for biblical laws that keep this earth together. And I come against and I bind and rebuke every law that's put across this earth that's in reverse to God's laws. In the name of Jesus, I just thank God that the earth will be retaken to God's people. And I pray that God's people line up and do the work that God has them to do. I pray that God does not allow any of us to leave this earth before we complete the destiny he's put before us. I pray that God directs our path and guides us. I pray pray that God gives us the discipline and the courage to complete the assignment he has bestowed upon each one of our lives. I give God the praise and the glory. I ask for each one of our bloodlines to be covered from head to toe with the blood of Jesus Christ. I call my nephews blessed, Elijah Scott blessed, Haru Scott blessed. I call Anne's children blessed, Anne's child blessed, her grandchild blessed. I call Elizabeth's children blessed, her grandchildren blessed from head to toe and covered by the blood of Jesus. I call my sisters that may not be here, Amy blessed. A child blessed, especially in that facility that he's in, that he's covered by the blood of Jesus Christ and no harm will come to him. I pray to God for each prayer warrior. I pray to God that just for the new year, Heavenly Father, we just see a, a, just a new reign of righteousness across this earth. I thank you, God, for the executive order that President Trump did just put out to expand human rights. I pray to God for enforcement on that executive order. I pray to God to turn things around, Heavenly Father. I pray to God for an end to eugenics. I pray to God for a clear-cut church committee investigation on the damages associated with eugenic programming. I pray to God that every perpetrator be brought to justice, that they feel the pain that they've put out on people, Heavenly Father. I pray to God that is a turnaround that every penny put into eugenics will be put into healthcare programs that will advance good health, that will advance reproduction. I come against the demon spirit of depopulation. I come against the demon spirit of abortion. I come against the demon spirit of everything that works against God's laws in the name of Jesus. I come against the demon spirit of using laboratories to create viruses and bacteria to harm people. I come against the demon spirit of blood clots, induced blood clots. I come against the demon spirit of radiation weapons not being regulated, controlled, and dismantled. I come against the demon spirit of witchcraft being used to advance eugenic programming. I come against every demon working to harm God's people in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over God's people. I plead the blood of Jesus over our governing structures. I plead the blood of Jesus over the executive branch, the legislative branch, and the judicial branch. I plead the blood of Jesus against every Satan that's planted in a governance position to do harm against God's people. I plead the blood of Jesus against every attempt they have. I plead the blood of Jesus against every addiction they have created drugs they created to addict people, I plead the blood of Jesus against it. I plead the blood of Jesus for the power of cleansing to take over. I plead the blood of Jesus for the spirit of deliverance to take over. I plead the blood of Jesus for a turnaround on this earth. I plead the blood of Jesus for God's power to reign across this earth in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus that wickedness will fall to the pit of hell that it came from and have no power. I plead the blood of Jesus against dark forces being used against people and making people think that those things are being used in third world countries. I come against it. I plead the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus against it. I plead the blood of Jesus against every ritual made for for demons to have earthly power. I come against it. I plead the blood, the blood will dismantle those rituals. Those powers will be null and void. 
I plead the blood of Jesus that God's people will have sovereign power over our governing structures in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus for the new year to bring about a turnaround. I plead the blood of Jesus for the spirit of compassion to reign across the United States to every nation on this earth. I plead the blood of Jesus that the spirit of righteousness will reign across this nation, the United States, to every other nation on this earth. I come against the spirit of induced poverty. I come against the spirit of induced oppression. I come against every demon plot and plan. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus a spirit of richness across this earth, richness in health, number one, richness in finances, number two, richness across this wealth for doing for the advancement of the work of God on this earth. I thank you, God, for righteousness. I thank you, God, for ministers that are encouraging us, that are just having people that are at the end of their rope to know they can hold on. I thank you, God, for Pastor T.D. Jakes. I thank you, God, for Pastor Joel Osteen. I thank you, God, for pastors that can give a word, that can keep people to know that God is the God of the impossible, that the devil does not have the last say-so. I thank you, God, for life in abundance with the word of God. I thank you, God, for the abundant life that you have for each and every one of us. I thank you, God, for all you've done, all you're going to do. I thank you, God, for the year you just brought us through and the many more years that we have coming before us. I thank you, God, that we're not in the hospital. I thank you, God, for all you've done, all you're going to do. I just give you all the praise, Heavenly Father. I give you the glory, God. I thank you, God, for being for each one of us being in the land of the living. I thank you, God, for not letting that devil take us out before our time and before we complete the destiny that you have before us. I praise you, God. I exalt you, Heavenly Father, and I magnify your name. And I pray, Heavenly Father, for targeted individuals and all these individuals that may not know you yet, Heavenly Father, that you give them an experience that when they're done with them, they will say, oh, I know there's a God, and I know he's awesome, and I know he's mighty. God, I give you the praise. God, I give you the glory. I ask you, Heavenly Father, to continue watching over your people, Heavenly Father. I thank you, God, for this thing called grace and mercy. I thank you, God, for everything you've given us and everything you're going to give us. I thank you, God, for my praying sisters and brothers. I thank you and I praise your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, anybody want to pray now or later? Oh, good. I thought you were asleep. <laughs> amen. Okay. Like I said, I know Elizabeth's baby's in the end. You want to pray now? Okay, let me just, I'll go into. Um, yes, okay. yes, can you hear me okay? Okay, dear, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I keep myself off mute. Yeah. Okay. Father, Father God in heaven, in Jesus Christ's name, Father, thank you so much, Father, for giving us this opportunity to come together with my prayer warrior sisters this evening. Oh, Father, we are so thankful, Father, as we face another year that's headed before us, Father. Please give us all that's necessary, Father, for us to hold your hand and continue to fight this fight for all target victims across the face of this globe, Father. Please continue to bless our families, Father, our extended families, Father. Bless Miriam, Father, for she has been a courageous fighter, Father, in this life. Bless her, her mother, and her extended family. Bless Elizabeth and all of her her uh, children and her, her grandchildren, her extended family, Father, because we're so grateful that you allow us to come together to continue to pray, Father, and to send praises up to you, Father, that you send blessings down to us. We forge every day in, in torturous pain, Father, for the um, perpetrators of this particular um, fight that we are assigned to fight, Father, in your name, Father, because we know that this is not our fight on the individual level, Father, but on a spiritual level, Father, for we have turned this over to you, and we are soldiers in this fight for you, Father, as you continue to bless us and we continue to forge ahead, Father. Bless all of us as we face 
this the coming year, Father, as we continue on with our with our assignment, Father. In Jesus' name, forever and ever. Amen. 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 Thank you. Elizabeth? Elizabeth? All right, if not, maybe she'll come. Oh, okay. Is that her? Elizabeth? Okay. God's love for us is enduring and awesome. Uh, This book is called 365 Things God Wants You to Know. It's a versatile little volume that offers important truths for readers of all ages and stages of spiritual growth. Uh, For those unfamiliar with the Bible, this book brings a great deal of information on the table that will enlighten and encourage your budding faith. For those more familiar with the scriptures, the daily affirmations contained will come as a reminder to strengthen an already established faith. And for each reader, there is the raw power of the word of God itself that will bring its timeless inspiration to nourish your spirit in every way. As we read the meditations in 365 things God wants you to know, you'll discover that each daily reading is brief, only about uh, 100 words, containing a passage of scripture along with spiritual insight. This, again, is part of the versatility as it can serve either as your sole daily devotional reading or as a supplement to other reading material. You can, we, we're going to read the, the entries, one for each day as a group, and then we'll read, we can, and right, we can always read them again later on and play the tape. As we consider the content of the book that would be so bold to call itself 365 Things God Wants You to Know, there must be the assurance that each entry bears the clear message of Scripture, what God has truly told us, told us in his word. That is the aim of this book. Of course, a publication of this size and scope can't contain all of God's assurances and promises, but you'll find a rich representation of what the scriptures reveal, important truths that have guided and sustained men and women of faith from the earliest times. As we read and meditate and absorb each truth within this book, we will be strengthened in our relationship with God. The things he wants us to know are for our benefit as his beloved children. His love fills his instruction, overflows in his assurances, and saturates his promises. And despite any other ideas we might have about what we think God wants us to know, the prevailing theme we discover is his great love is for us. May that love surround and sustain us as we take time each day to read and receive it. God values us. God's word brims with life-giving affirmations. What kind of things? Here's one that's very important. Jesus tells us that God is so engaged with his creation that he values even the little birds he's made. And yet you are of more value than many sparrows. Jesus assures us in Luke 12, 7, God knows everything about us. He could tell you the exact number of hairs on your head right now. Imagine then how much he cares about the deeper realities of your life about what makes you who you are. No, God hears your prayers. This is especially for targeting individuals. Because many times I know we think like, God, are you listening? Can you hear us? And you have to understand the spirit world. You know, sometimes if he doesn't answer us at that time, there's a reason. There's a growth reason. He's trying to break down some pride in us. He's trying to break down some some something you know sometimes we have to go through stuff to really really learn and mature so god hears your prayers no matter what so you you have to keep praying and you have to know you have to accept his decision to answer now he may want to answer later now or he may just want you to learn and then answer so god hears your prayers with so much praying going on in the world 
you may wonder, does God really hear my prayers? In Psalms 4, verse 3, the psalmist didn't have a doubt. He said, know that the Lord has set apart the faithful for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. It is a comfort to know that the God of the universe is not too busy or distracted to attend, bent his ear towards us. Jesus told his followers, Ask and it will be given you. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be open for you. Luke eleven nine. So pray, pray, oh, pray, pray, pray. God is listening. God grants wisdom. How do we know God grants wisdom? Did you know that God is happy to give you wisdom when you need it? Listen to this promise. If any of you is lacking in wisdom, ask God who gives all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given you. James 1.5. This offer has only one condition, that you ask in faith, not doubting his promise. Do you have a big difficult dilemma to solve or an interpersonal impasse? Ask God for the wisdom you need and then trust him. It might not arrive in the way you expect, but it will come. Just wait and see. Know that God, know that God is always with you. Know that God is always with you, whether it's commuting to work, having coffee with friends, taking a favorite walk, or even sleeping soundly through the night. Whatever it is, whatever you are, wherever you are, God wants you to know that he is there with you. He is the friend who always has time, never moves to another part of the world. He is forever ready to listen and provide the best counsel. It's just a matter of realizing he's there. And remember, Jesus said, I am with you always to the end of age, Matthew 28, 20. Matthew closed his gospel with these words, words well worth holding on to. I am with you always. To the end of the age. Know that God wants to adopt you. Here's a mind-blowing truth that God wants you to know. He is the God of the universe. He wants to adopt you as his own child. It is true. See what love the Father has given us that we should be called children of God. In First John 3, 1, the Apostle Paul affirms, when we cry, Abba, Father, it is that very spirit of adoption, bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God. In Romans 8.15, it says, there's no better father than God, and his gracious offer to adopt us into his family is open to all. Know that God, things God wants you to know, know that God gives abundant life. When it comes to life in God's kingdom, there's something God wants you to realize. Jesus said, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly, John 10.10. So whenever books and movies portray the life of faith as square and stilted, out of touch and drab, remember that's not how God intends life with him at all. Real with him, it's not boring, it's not trackless, waste of dreariness. It is a day-to-day adventure filled with the light and life of heaven in our hearts. A life truly worth living. Things God wants, we're looking at things God wants you to know. We have to know that faith pleases God. God wants you to know that your faith in him makes him glad. In fact, the writer of Hebrew tells us, without faith, faith, it is impossible to please God. For whosoever would approach him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Mm-hmm. It is not our accomplishments, it's not our money, it's not our talents, and it's not things that give God pleasure. What he loves is our willingness to live mm-hmm. in a relationship with him. In turn, he affirms our faith by sending his blessings to encourage us on our way. The truth is your trust in your heart pleases him even as you read this, know that God offers you rest. Come to me, Jesus said, all you that are heavy burdened and carrying heavy burdens, 
and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew eleven twenty eight. God wants you to know that you don't have to carry your burdens on your own. He knows our strength is finite, and he tenderly accommodates our need for rest. In fact, he offers to be our source of rest and strength whenever we're willing to come to him and receive him. God forgives completely. We're looking at things God wants you to know. God forgives completely. Take a moment and let these words sink in. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him. And as far as the east is from the west, so far he removes our transgressions from us. In Psalms 103:11, verses 11 and 12. If you turn your face due east and begin walking in that direction, you will never, without turning around, face the west. And that is that cast East never meets West, and neither does God, in his mercy, ever revisit what he has forgiven. That's good to know. God is like a gentle shepherd. In a serene pastoral metaphor, the psalmist describes God as our keeper. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Psalms 23, 1 and 2. The image of a tender-hearted guardian who finds the best possible way to care for his beloved sheep. Green pastures are soft, cool, and nourishing, while still waters quench thirst without any of the dangers of a swift current. God is looking after you with just this kind of gentle, watchful love. Things God wants you to know. In God, there's freedom. Civil liberties are wonderful. A healthy mind and body is a blessing. Relationships that allow us to thrive are lovely. But even if freedom eludes you in some of these areas, God wants you to know that there's a deep spiritual freedom that can be yours, a freedom that no outer circumstance can confine or set us. God himself is a source for the Lord is the spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. In 2 Corinthians 3.17, you can, it says you can, enjoy it, you can enjoy this freedom fully, a strong, invulnerable freedom as you grow in your relationship with God. God's protection surrounds your life. My God, my God, I know this is true. Again? God's protection surrounds your life. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Psalms 34, 7. Imagine it, an unseen angel setting up camp wherever you are. Angels not only act as God's messengers, but also as heaven's army that fights against our enemy. My God, the devil. Mm. And all their plans. Sometimes God may permit certain things to happen in our lives, but we can be sure it's not but rather because God is doing something important for our greater good. God is doing something important for our greater good. The creation speaks of God. Have you ever tried communicating without words? Musicians, dancers, painters, and actors using nonverbal skills, they do this very thing. Without words, the natural world around us is part of God's own self-expression. The heavens are telling the glory of God, said the psalmist, and the firmament proclaims his handwork. Day-to-day pours forth speech, and night-to-night declares knowledge. Their voice is not heard, yet their voices go out to the end of the world. In Psalms 19, 1-4. That's why discovering more about our Lord God can be as near as your next venture outdoors. You can trust God to meet your needs. You can trust God to meet your needs. We are going over things God wants you to know. You can trust God to meet your needs. 
as you follow God's lead in life, you can know without a doubt that he's going to provide all that you need along the way. Even today, excuse me, sorry. Even today, as you lift your prayers to him, you can take hold of these trust-filled words written by the Apostle Paul millennials ago. My God will fully satisfy every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.19. Words that are every bit as true today because God is still in the business of providing for his children. And just finally, a a couple more. God knows how to restore you. You know, and you know you're not muted, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Myself. I'm sorry you're suffering like that. What are you? What are you getting? You just um, what's that? The, this electronic torture? If you can, you he's messing with my phone. I can't even do it anymore. What is that, Ann? Is that electronic torture? Well, anybody listening? They kind of know what's going on. What is that? Uh, and is that electronic torture? Well, I guess you can't hear me. Okay. Ann, can you hear me? I'm trying to get it. I can't. Don't, don't worry about it. I was asking you because if anybody's listening, what is that? Is that the electronic torture? Don't worry about it, honey. Don't worry about it. And don't worry. I just got to. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. All right. What did it say? What? I don't know what happened, but um, I think I'm. Yeah, I can hear myself. Okay, we're almost done. Just a few more good ones here. God knows how to restore you. Things can get broken in life, and not just physical possessions. Our hearts can get broken, our souls can become damaged, and our spirits can suffer harm. But there's good news for us. Whenever our inner person needs mending, King David said it succinctly as he spoke of the Lord's power to heal in Psalms 23.3. He restores my soul. It is a brief statement that can be easily passed over, but to linger over it is to allow that the unfurling of great hope for wholeness, hope that fuels our faith as God remakes us within. So God knows how to restore us. Know that God's word brings wisdom, opening the scriptures like entering a gold mine. The writer of Psalms 19 praised the Lord's instruction. The decrees of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. The commandment of the Lord is clear, enlightening the eyes. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold. Of course, the Bible's a big volume. So if you're looking for a place to begin digging, check out the wisdom literature books of Psalms and Proverbs. Know that our help comes from God. When we're in a fix, and if you're in a TI, you know about being put in a fix. We look for a helping hand. Sometimes we can count on a family member or friend to come to our aid. But then there are other times when no earthly help is available. Preach, you're a TI. We know about something about no earthly help. See, there's not. that's why I have to run to the Bible. Because when you're a targeted individual, you women, no earthly help, crimes committed, people coming in your house, people damaging your car, people take your income away, take your job, you have excellent evaluations, you may, you blacklisted, nonstop. The word of God is the only answer I found because it's clear here, it says, 
sometimes we can count on a family member or friend to come to our aid, but when there are those times, my God, when no earthly help is available, do you understand me? No earthly help? Not a public protect, not a crime victim protection office, not a police officer, not a police department, not a commissioner, not a mayor's office, not a government. This is, it's outrageous. That's why you know this TI program. This is spiritual. Oh, somebody's calling me. Let me see. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, got cut. Okay. You got cut, my dear?
Lord. I just, I just realized I had muted myself. I was talking all that time. <laughs> and I was muted. Oh, my Heavenly Father. God, I just praise you. Let me just read that last one, and that's it. I didn't know. I, uh, I was muted. What was that? God blesses. I like this last one I had read, and it's on behalf of all my T.I.s. God blesses the upright. Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Those are T.I.s. For they will be filled. That's a promise. God said we will be filled. And that's in Matthew 5, 6. A deep desire for righteousness has two parts. One part is about desiring to do what's right. The other part has to do with the longing to see right prevail in the world around us. Those are T.I.s. Whenever you crave what is right and true and good, you demonstrate the hunger Jesus talked about. Rest assured there's coming a day, my God, my God, I stand on God's word. You hear this? Rest assured. There's coming a day when that hunger will be satisfied, when the blessing of God's righteous kingdom will be fully established. God, we just thank you and praise you. And we're standing on your word, Heavenly Father, that there's coming a day that righteousness will prevail. We stand to in your word and we believe in you, Heavenly Father. And we're doing faith without action, without work, you said. I thank you, God, for things, this wonderful book, 365 things God wants you to know. Wow, this is a deep one. God wants us to love our enemies. Now, that's a tough one, but I'm going to read it. Love your enemies. Jesus continued to teach his followers, do good to those who hate you. I'm going to pray for them to get saved. Bless those who curse you. Mm, my God. Mm. Pray for those who abuse you, Luke 6, 27. That's a really tall order. But here's how we can find the heart to fill Jesus' command. God proves his love for us, Paul said in that while we still were sinners, Christ died for us, Romans 5, 8. When we remember that God reached out to us at our worst and loved us, we can pay it forward to our enemies, showing them the same love that changed our own lives. When we do, we are not only obeying our Lord's command, but we're also spreading his love. Lord, those perpetrators that are committing these crimes, I put them in your hands, and I can pray for my enemies that I pray for them to be incarcerated and to get to know you in jail and that their crimes will be stopped and their curses will be turned into blessings in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God, and I praise your name. I ask you, God, for... Watch over each one of our apartments, our homes, our houses. Rebuke any demon spirit. Send them back to the abyss. Let them have no power, no visibility, no, no earthly manifestation whatsoever in the name of Jesus. We praise your holy name. We glorify you, God. In Jesus' name. Okay. All right, guys. Anybody want to say anything? Any comments? God bless. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.